0: giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it about. It's showtime folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving the theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. Just please pleased to bring you our CC Feature Presentation. Presentation. going on everybody oh, what a strange uh noise. well i mean it was it's kind of like one of those exciting like here we go let's do this thing noises yeah like what a rush yeah what who's that was that a wrestler guy yeah hawk and animal yeah Ooh, what was that like the demolition guys hey thanks man uh, demolition was, uh, was the copy of uh um, the road warriors the road warriors that's what yeah. it was football pads black mm-hmm. and reds doing the thing what a rush uh pretty pretty good stuff but
1: demolition had a Rick Derringer theme song.
0: Um, Speaking of um, uh, wrestlers, did you see like um, uh, Rick, like two of the most canceled uh, wrestling, boxing people in in sports history, Mike Tyson and Rick Flair, apparently hanging out a, a lot and starting a, a an edible weed company, um, which is pretty funny. And and Mike Tyson's like making these like edible weed um, gummy ears that are banned in some states. And anyway, they 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 were like last week they were just talking about how you know the you know the whole Will Smith slap thing you know uh, is kind of. Ridiculous, and uh, Ric Flair was being like, as a guy who got up really famous off of fake slapping people, um, you know, he was just talking about how stupid that slap looked. and He's like, I would have punched him, you know, if you're that <laughs> mad, you, you punch somebody. But uh, anyway, um, thought that was kind of funny in the news. But welcome to the show. This is the Drive in Speaker Box. Uh, I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I'm Slick Doggy, the Grip. And for the next hour, we're going to be talking to you about movies. We're going to talk to you about movies that are in theaters. And this week, in particularly, we're going to be reviewing a lot of movies because we see. Saw three movies in the theater. Uh, we both went and saw Sonic the Hedgehog, a dose, And then I saw, I, I got to catch up on the A24 film X. Um, and as as well as seeing the new A24 release, everything, everywhere, all at once. A movie I've been really excited about. We're going to be reviewing all of those movies. So going to keep the news portion of the show relatively tight this week. Um, there is some big news that I did want to talk about Um you know, some big news, some just interesting news, but I uh, wanted to jump in. Did you have any news bits that you wanted to throw out there?
1: No, there wasn't anything super big. Uh, Will Smith has now been banned from Everything Academy, whereas before they were saying he could still show up to the events. He just wouldn't be awarded anything, uh, but now he's banned from all their events, so that's the hot celebrity goss.
0: Uh, Mads- it kind of sounds like a... a- a good thing yeah, like maybe. you know how everybody's like man i wish i had like a really good excuse like a dog or kids to like get out of all of these social engagements well will smith's got that promotions
1: you know? and making money for no reason yeah uh michael bay came out and he was like i'll still work with will smith i think he's a rad dude and he's been nothing but nice to me
0: and now he's even batter boy oh yeah he is yeah, yeah, he's he legit just going around slapping boy. everybody yeah um yeah. we
1: ain't letting you talk about jada with your fucking mouth Shut your mouth slap. That's right. Yeah, I did it.
0: Keep that name out your mouth, even yeah. though Jada's just like, oh, he's crazy. Don't listen to him. Yeah, but, I saw uh, that. Hey, yeah. thanks,
1: Baltimore. Um, also, Mads Mickelson came out and he said that he thinks uh, method acting, method is, acting is, dumb. is super stupid. He's uh, not wrong. So uh, he's just making some waves there. And then uh, something that's entertainment related, but not necessarily movie related. Uh, it was announced that WrestleMania passed Super Bowl in uh all things social media for this past one. I kind of
0: believe it. Like football, like NFL, people are still like, will they watch that? I mean, it's just always a Tom Brady show somehow. Um,
1: Football's always like one of those things where it's like at least 50% can be let down because they're going for whatever. But wrestling is one of those things where it's either 100% of people are stoked or 100% of people are let down.
0: Well, I mean, wrestling is kind of just like sports days of our lives. You know, I mean, it's 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 a soap opera, you know, for people that want to watch people hit people. And, you know, I mean, it's didn't like Undertaker start crying like last week or whatever, because he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's the first time he ever broke character in like a long time. Uh, hey, he's, been, he's actually been breaking character a lot lately since
1: he retired, like he did the uh, Hot Ones interview. And there was a couple other interviews where like, hey, what was now- his
0: old name? Mean Mark Callahan. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, Remember but that. they're like, hey, now that you're not Undertaker anymore, you want to give us some like real stuff? Some, some like non k Tears? No, but he's just like, oh, here it is. And he like lays it out. So Undertaker's been doing that quite a bit. But yeah, it was weird. He was yeah. in, uh, inducted but uh other, other chef steven
0: brooks there another uh one of our viewers there on facebook saying ronda rousey and brock lesnar entertaining brock lesnar of course both of both of those people went on to have hollywood careers and shout outs to steven uh brooks Lesner doesn't have a hollywood he, he he was in some stuff he was in a lot of stuff what no, i can't think of anyone he was like in ufc for, for a minute he and, was in ufc yeah um, because he became
1: champion even despite his diverticulitis and yeah. beat the hell out of people but, yep. uh,
0: but shout out to Chef Brooks again You know uh, we're going to get him on the show Sometime soon uh, I, You know I, I think you've probably heard me mention Old Chef Brooks but he uh, he had a, a Local show around here called Cook with Brooks As well as you know co-hosting a, a food podcast but most notably Recently was on Beat Bobby Flay On the Food Network and I think he's got a rematch coming up So hmm. you know get get old Chef Brooks Up here sometime to make us Some food and uh, Or bring us some food or bring me some food And uh you know, talk about, yeah, you know, what it's like. Bite segment. Yeah, what it's like to be on a, on a Food Network show. So, That's cool. Yeah, it'll be fun.
1: But other than that, I, there wasn't uh, too much uh, news besides whatever this big news thing you're talking about is.
0: Oh, well, okay. One of the big news is that uh, the, the big news is that I wanted to talk about um, is uh, Warner Brothers in Discovery. So speaking of Discovery Channel, which is uh, under, you know, Food Network is under the Discovery umbrella. A lot of people don't realize how much stuff is under the Discovery Networks umbrella—they
1: have their own streaming service.
0: It's huge, um, you know. And uh, Warner Brothers, of course, one of the oldest production studios, still making films. I mean, we're talking in a, a monstrous catalog of IPs. Um, but they have merged, and we're talking like this deal. You know, I was like, ah, what's the big deal? I mean, Disney bought Fox, but this WB Discovery—we're talking Discovery, Discovery Plus, Warner Brothers, CNN, DC, Eurosport, HBO Max, H. HGTV, Food Network, uh, New Line Cinema, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, TMC.
1: Investigation um, Discovery for all of the true crime everything. Everything. A science Channel. Animal
0: Planet, Science Channel, yeah. Motor
1: Trend, like all, oh. of,
0: all of this stuff. So
1: I won't have to have the Motor Trend app or the Discovery streaming service. It's all going to get folded into HBO Max. N- it's probably going to be something different. They, should, HBO Extra Max. It's,
0: so you're probably going to get HBO that that's no longer Max because it'll be, you know, you've got Max as the top, right? So whatever, you know, you'll get HBO Moderate. and. Uh, or they HBO. already did that, remember? They, well, they they're going to do it again. They redid
1: their tiers. They did the tiers You think that they can't do it again? Well, yeah, I guess.
0: This, this is the whole point. This is something we've been talking about on the show for, what, a couple of years now with the streaming wars, is how everything changes. You remember my story with the Alton Brown, like digital copies that I bought, and then they are like, well, uh, Discovery has Discovery+, and so now mm-hmm. you don't own these anymore, so unless you want to... Even though they're still on Amazon, and you're still watching them on Amazon Prime, but now they're behind the Discovery Plus channel paywall on Amazon Prime. So way to be stupid, idiot. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's big. And, you know, whether or not we're going to – I mean, this is not something that you're going to see the repercussions of tomorrow. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow, but soon. You're going to be seeing what – like, this is not necessarily good news. You know, big conglomerates, you know, one one percenters. you know, there's no trickle down when it comes to media. Uh, they're they're, 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 they're going to get us. They're going to get their monies.
1: Yeah, that's just going back to it. It's like you uh, a, very, a very you fast cycle of cable sucks, get rid of cable, get streaming services, streaming services become everything, get too many streaming services. Your streaming services all combine, and now there's like only cable three, again. and now it's cable again. Yeah. Yeah. It was a the pretty circle of life. It was a pretty fast cycle.
0: Like Hannah on Facebook says streaming wars. Don't cross the streams. Oh. Yeah, crossing the streams is bad um like but the stay puff that's one. right
1: uh man i i don't know i'm on the opposite mm-hmm. end of that i kind of hope that uh it all does fold into hbo so i only have to have one subscription service instead of uh buying
0: discovery You'll and never just have one i promise yeah
1: i don't know but like in a household more than one person like my, fi- at, my fiance and I, like we both Is Xbox started on canceling some of our stuff so that we can only watch the ones
0: DLC and microtransactions, man. Uh, Xbox, iTunes.
1: The only the uh, Xbox Live is like its own thing. I am telling you, you are going to be paying for everything. PlayStation, you are going to be paying for everything
0: everywhere all at once. Uh, That's PlayStation for their
1: PlayStation Plus has revamped it, where there is different tiers of it. So, what used to be just regular PlayStation Plus, they're like, well, no, if you want the free games with it, you are going to have to pay us even more.
0: Well, isn't there also, like, going back to Xbox, isn't there, like, six tiers of Xbox Live, gold no. and premium and platinum? And, nope. And then. There's just one. Because there used to be, like, three. No. Yes, there was. Because mm-hmm. it was like, do you want Xbox Live? Do you want Xbox Live Gold? Or do so, you want Xbox Live with Game Pass?
1: You're going all the way back to 360 right now. I don't which know. is a weird thing to say all the way back to 360. Which is only Game a couple Pass couple not exist. There was gold and there was regular Live. Live gained you access to internet and then gold is how you had to have to play with other people or whatever uh so but any ever since xbox one it was just gold there was xbox live gold and then they introduced game pass which is its own independent thing but if you get game pass ultimate it includes gold as mm. 15 a month instead of 60 a year what? of course that makes all the sense yeah i mean it, it's pretty easy actually right. uh something,
0: not difficult something that got mentioned in the comics that or comments that i was also going to talk about in the news segment Uh, in the news this week Variety announced that I thought that was pretty hilarious Um, there a couple of studio companies Strike Back Studios Hideout Pictures and uh, a particular crowd have teamed up with Spirit Halloween to make a feature film based off of Spirit Halloween, the stores.
1: Like a murder happens in the store, there's a killer loose, and Uh, one of those things that jump out at you?
0: I think it's more of like, you know, people go into the store, and there's actually spirits. I'm sure it'll be like a Goosebumps sort of style. I was about to say
1: Goosebumps, the movie, but in Goosebumps, the movie, they're like, oh, it's like the Goosebumps, and then they get
0: and then there's attack yeah real ah real monsters but uh already attached is christopher lloyd um and rachel lee cook so you know i mean christopher lloyd i mean sign me up i'm I'm there to see christopher lloyd do like you know great scott spirit halloween you know and doing whatever christopher lloyd would do in a movie like this except Mm -hmm. for way more old so like great scott oh my heart And then falling over. Uh, But I thought that was kind of funny because Spirit Halloween, I really like that store. Uh, A lot of people don't know. It's like a subsidiary of Spencer's, which was bought by a different company several years ago. So Spencer's used to be owned by um, um, Seagram's Universal. And then they sold it off to uh, a European company many years ago. And that's when it became more like Hot Topic Light. But um it is the same parent company that has spirit under its umbrella but that's why hot, you don't see much halloween stuff it's spencers hot topic
1: anymore. was always like a teenage spencers <laughs> yeah kind of just yeah.
0: more wallet chains and metal music and Less uh, anime sex toys yes yeah. i mean they they they've spencers has definitely gone all in and uh, all I in i haven't
1: been in one in like a they've decade gone.
0: Balls deep into really? the into the sex store.
1: They used to have good T shirts. I always used they, to go yeah. in there for T shirts. They still do have a lot of T shirts. Like and shot see more butts, where you would uh, suction them, them, on the them to the window, and you could moon people with they the squeeze. I think
0: that's too wholesome for Spencer's. <laughs> really? Uh, where no. butts? But uh, that was anyway, a good
1: place to get T shirts.
0: I worked there for many years mm-hmm. uh, when I was uh, a teenager. It was a it was a fun job. Um, other things, and then actually, you know what? I don't even want to mention any other news. Um, um, oh, there's another A24 movie. The trailer dropped this week uh, on the front of Everything Everywhere All at Once. I thought this was a little weird. But uh, Marshall, the shell with shoes on. I don't know if you remember this short, which is... God, over a decade old, like ten or eleven years. It was a like a a, a a series of short YouTube. I was like a YouTube trilogy or something, and about this little shell that's just like I'm a shell and I'm a stop motion animation and I'm really wholesome, guys, and I'm small and I'm gonna travel the world. And now I guess A24 is doing a full full length feature with with Marcel the Shell with Shoes on. Um, I I, I mean, oh, oh, wow, pretty pretty surprised to see that looks wholesome AF. Um, A24. Always putting out good stuff, so gonna see it, gonna check it out, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, we gotta keep moving, because we got a lot of uh, movies to review tonight, so let's talk about what's coming out in theaters this week. Uh, we've got, opening this week, April 15th, Tax Day! Tax Day! Garbage Day! Um. <laughs> <laughs> garbage Day! Uh that's how I feel on tax day. I just walk outside and I go tax day, little, and I just want to shoot everybody. A Volkswagen flips for mm-hmm. no reason. <laughs> God, one of the greatest scenes in horror film ever. Um, big big weekend at the movies this week. Uh, two films coming out. Uh, probably the 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 lesser. Marketed of the two is Father Stu with uh, Mel Gibson and Mark Wahlberg. Uh, You've probably seen the trailer. Uh, Director Rosalind Ross, it's uh, following the life of Father Stuart Long, a boxer-turned-priest who inspired countless people during his journey from self-destruction to redemption. Um, But uh, Mark Wahlberg, you know, uh, losing weight and gaining weight, um, which is always interesting to see. Because how do they do it? Oh, wait. Being enormously wealthy and having a series of trainers from sunup to sundown to make you look that good when you're in your 50s. Mm. Mm. It's not fair. It's not fair, I tell you. I want on that. I want on that routine.
1: Yeah, I mean, what I would give to, like, have the secrets to the celebrity training so that you can just, like... And then they go, I drink lemon water. No, you don't. You you look like a Marvel Mm. actor yeah
0: impossible uh but also coming out this week um a lot of this, this is weird and and i want to i want to pick y'all's brain just a little bit about this but uh david yates throwing out another another addition into the um world the wizarding world of jk rowling uh who you know is kind of skating on thin ice right now with cancel culture on her doorstep and what do you mean being- she's
1: Falling through And everyone's just Watching her sink man.
0: Well yeah But everyone's like Going to the movies and, and seeing Fantastic Beasts The Secret of Dumbledore I mean it's going to be Interesting to see How this movie turns out Um, because I saw I saw an an advertisement in the theater a trailer that was really really weird because the trailer was for this film right you know it's the new David Yates movie it's the same people Jude Law Ezra Miller who I think is also in trouble um, Mm -hmm. right now Eddie Redmayne and of course Mads who is awesome um but this trailer wasn't just like the, the traditional trailer for this movie it started out with like video clips of like yeah, people at like, conventions
1: yeah it was like a trailer for the harry potter theme park yeah or something it, it was looked like, very much remember,
0: like, remember how much fun
1: you've <laughs> had with yeah. harry potter remember that you love this I'm trying to remind you that the last or the both fantastic beast movie didn't suck Uh, You know, they're like, oh, hey, forget that they were terrible, especially that second one. Uh, But like,
0: it's a new one. Go see it. Yeah, a new chapter in the franchise that captured your heart 22 years ago or whatever it was. And, uh, you know, I thought that was a really desperate ad it felt like they they knew they were like oh god we got to get people in here so let's let's pander to the fact that they remember loving this mm-hmm. and yeah uh, cuz uh,
1: fantastic beast and cursed child and uh, jk rowling herself none of those things have been helping Harry Potter to retain fandom for the future.
0: And you know, Harry Potter himself is like, "Look, dude, I don't want to reprise this role anytime soon." Mm-hmm. he's like, "I'm I'm happy where I'm at." Like, I don't Well, but what if they approached him with something besides,
1: "Hey, nice. Um, thanks for the follow." Uh, yeah, thanks, what if they offered Albert. him a role other than uh Cursed Child? What if they're like, uh, "Here's here's something good." You know, it in the like,
0: Harry Potter world?
1: Yeah. What if it's like between where they're like, Harry is. He doesn't
0: want to be Harry Potter anymore. That's what he said in there. Yeah. He's like,
1: ah. He didn't want to be in some J.K. Rowling nonsense and cursed child
0: bullcrap. Like, I want to be in a Channing Tatum rom com. That's what I want to be in. Why Just not? let me be this. Uh, but like, what if they were like, I want to staple guns to my hand. Here's a movie about Harry being an auror.
1: Like, I would watch that
0: i think everybody would watch that but uh, you know oh danny boy doesn't doesn't want to do it he's just like that's fine and and let him you understand i wouldn't he was just like i think he cited um you know uh the star wars franchise he was like it was like 25 30 years before uh luke skywalker came back so give me a minute you know (laughs) give me a minute um but anyway, fantastic beasts, really interesting choice for this commercial. I'm not super excited about it. I feel like, you know, we're we're kicking a dead horse. We're trying trying desperately to This is when an IP loses its magic, which is coincidentally about magic. Um and it's just it's it's kind of painful to watch because the 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 level of of celebrity being attached to these is growing and growing and growing, but like the reviews as bottle rocket said over on twitch he said reviews have been mixed so far people are just like i, I think we're over it you know i don't think we need this right now like get yeah. let it breathe and then maybe have like you know the the a phoenix rise from the ashes and it's like okay let's revisit this thing
1: cuz really the only attractive part of it is that it takes place in the wizarding world i mean the story is terrible it's awful it's very bad like dumbledore has a secret brother and it's Ezra miller and he's kind of evil and there's a wizard hitler and maybe dumbledore kisses him who knows and you're like all of this sounds awful, and they're
0: like, "It is awful." And a muggle has a wand. Yeah, but magic. Yeah,
1: and you're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, maybe I like." So that
0: the, the audience can go like, "I'm a muggle," and maybe one day I can do magic. It's like, mm-hmm. "No, you missed that boat, guys." Yeah, and it's the balls mm-hmm. of fury guy. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's a Dan a, a, a fat, depressed adult. So uh, you can definitely tell who they're trying to appeal to. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, that that those those the, that's what's coming out this week, you guys, and you can see it. I'm. I'm definitely gonna go see fantastic beasts I'm gonna review it for you we're gonna we're gonna talk about it because um, that's that's what we do here on the show so with that said uh Bottle rocket says name the lead character newts commander try it yeah newt newts commander you know. Commander Newt's commander, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and Eddie Redmayne, what? A not even engaging. Like he was so boring of a lead that they're like, well, let's just bring Dumbledore back, you know. And and if you really want to start picking Dumbledore as a as a make, main... what a, kind of a piece of shit? It's like <laughs> you know, Dumbledore lies constantly, lets people get murdered for him, like. Allows a child to grow up in an abusive home because reasons and you know, like Dumbledore's not a good cat.
1: Yeah, it's for the greater good. There's the argument there.
0: It's for it's the only way to do He def- probably could have hidden him in a happy home. Mm, no. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Well, but
1: you know, Snape finds out, and he's like, oh, you're going to sacrifice the boy? You're a terrible person. You're a bad person. Yeah, exactly. Snape but Dumbledore's right. like, yeah, time. I saw into the future, and this is how it has to go, and this is the way it needs to be. It does. Because there's Wizard Hitler 2.0, because <laughs> I don't know why there has to be two Wizard Hitlers.
0: Because you always got to have a bad guy. But what if the bad guy was in here the whole time? What if they made Dumbledore the bad guy in this? That would be kind of cool.
1: No, because they already made um, Old Dude uh, he's like, I'm gonna make World War, and everyone's like, Ooh, maybe don't. And he's like, No, it's gonna kill lots of Muggles.
0: It's the it's the only or like non, inarguable non-madges. bad guy. Like it's the only bad guy left. Like the World War person, you know, a Führer that we can just be like, Yeah, of course, pure evil, kill him, whatever. No one's gonna come to their rescue. Um, so he makes a good movie bad guy. I don't know. It's coming out. We're gonna see it. Not super excited about it. But movies that we are so excited about, let's 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 talk about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick review of X um just because uh it's been out a little while longer than the other ones and
1: um <laughs> well, Vince brings up a good point. When JK Rowling was asked uh where wizards go to the bathroom because they never uh
0: I thought Moaning Merle like a hung out well, the in the They toilets pooper.
1: yeah, by the time Harry was there, but like original Hogwarts. Like, what did they do? And she's like, I mean, they just dumped and then were like, love your soul, (laughs) like flung it away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why would you choose that spell? I don't know. I couldn't
1: remember any other Harry Potter spells except Accio and no one wants that, you know? (laughs) Oculus
0: Reparo. (laughs) Um, The turds all just form one. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's,
1: uh, what's the Latin word for smelling? Yeah do that Reparo Yeah ew, ew. Um, Ol- Olfactorous Repairous uh, shwoop, <laughs> yeah. And your nostrils Go
0: away And you can't yeah, Smell yeah. poops um, <laughs> Anyway what is The show about Um it's, <laughs> it's about movies it's about pooping uh x let's talk about x this movie is um never got a super wide release um it came out of a lot of theaters nationwide it's only it's in less than a thousand theaters nationwide right now but it is a another a24 release which is really interesting to have two a24 movies in a theater at the at the same time which is pretty cool a24 really making a huge footprint for itself in the past handful of years I think COVID really helped it out, which is kind of interesting. Um, but uh, as Sam asked, is it a prequel to XXX? No, it is not. A, Triple a, a, X uh, Vin Diesel. It is not a prequel to that. <laughs> Although, Ty West did film a prequel to this um, at the same time uh, as this. So there is a prequel. He wants to do a trilogy. And when I found that out, it made me not like this movie as much. So I'm going to save that part of the, the review uh, until after I talk about it. But uh, Ty West, you know, a lot of people know him from his film VHS. Uh, one of my favorite Ty West films is um, House of the Devil. Uh, very well done horror movie. He, he, he does like... Dealing, he I think he works best in the sort of late '70s, early '80s time period. Uh, except for like another argue or a rant that I go on is how I guess all these young filmmakers don't know that 5,000 degree color temperature bulbs and LEDs were not invented until like kind of the '90s. So like when you have. 5,000 degree Kelvin bulbs all in your 1970s style movie. There's no way. Um, yeah, there's no daylight color bulbs in the 70s, guys. Go to go. Down. That drives me nuts. But I can get past it. Um, this movie, I think, was um, interesting because the trailer did not really portray what this movie was about. The trailer to this movie was just like, you know. Uh, pumping songs, ch- chainsaws, blood, titties, you know, looking wild, looking crazy. X, it's about a porno film on a farm, farmer's daughter, but the farmer goes crazy. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and you and you walk into this movie thinking it's going to follow a whole lot of the, the standard horror movie tropes that came out of the late 70s and early 80s. And it did to a point, but what I think makes this movie really interesting as a modern horror film is, you know, not to lecture you on, you know, horror um, uh, theory which you'll get plenty of that if you watch this show long enough but one of the things that I say a lot on the show is is horror modern horror of the day is always reflection of our current current fears you know and then when you make a movie like this that's like okay well you know the the traditional formula of movie like 70s and 80s slashers was teenage sexuality bad drugs are bad you know if you're out doing these things then you gonna get got right like it's punishment for all of this like wild behavior you know the the boogeyman will get you sort of thing and While that formula sort of held true, this movie was not about that at all. This movie used this template to really explore some very scary modern fears, which I thought were really, really interesting because the movie was not about like a bunch of teenagers getting ax murdered because, you know, they're in the wrong place at the wrong time. This movie was really about the fear of of getting old and the fear of, you know, uh, how youth clings to their youth and doesn't think that they'll ever become old like they're like I'll never be like you but the old people are like you know, I was like you once, I was exactly like you once, and then I lost it all, and now I'm crazy, and I want it back, and, uh, you know, be careful before you become me, and the main character of this movie, the the, the killer, is this old lady, she's not powerful, she doesn't have mystic abilities, she's just horny, alone, and crazy as shit, and uh, she used to be beautiful, and a dancer, and she used to, you know, have all the sex, and be wild, and free, and and, uh, what, you don't, you don't like sex?
1: <laughs> no comment, I'm not.
0: You don't, you don't like being young and having sex? Audience? No, geez. Audience? Okay, well, um.
1: Looks like it's just you, pal. It's just me,
0: loving, <laughs> having good times. And, uh, all right, well, I guess clearly, um, I'm the only, I'm the coolest dude in the room, um, <laughs> but this, you know, uh, it, it, it's it's kind of sad. You have a little bit of empathy for the main character, where this, um, you know, elderly woman is you know n- not getting satisfied and that her husband you know wants to provide and wants to you know but he's like he, he can't he's old too he's got his heart but he, he loves his wife and he wants to you know try and keep her happy and sometimes that means if some young hippies pull up in a thing that maybe they might tie him down in the basement and touch their wee wee, um you know and and then accidentally murder on him and uh yeah exactly that's the face you should make at that because it's disturbing um but you know when you get this other group of people that are clinging to youth so hard while kind of destined to fall into the same trap that, you know, our our main murderous characters are are in. It becomes a really interesting tale of, um, you know, the boogeyman is time. It's not... A person in a barn that's going to murder you, and I, I, you know, without just going into scene by scene examples and details, like the movie, much like some of Ty's earlier films, you know, was was a pretty slow burn for you know the first two acts and the third act. Was boom movie? Albert says X is trash. Gonna have to disagree. Also, was a big
1: um, Fantastic Beasts fan over here.
0: Um, so you know, I some mean, some
1: strong opinions from movie Albert. I
0: I think that this movie, you know, was was well done as modern horror goes. I, I agree. It's not for everyone. It's gratuitous. It's uh, it's disturbing. There's a lot of like moments that make my skin want to crawl. But for a horror film to be about the 70s, taking the tropes of 70s horror movies and then modernizing them in a sense to where it represents new fears of our current generation while still not being able to use things like technology and Instagram and Facebook. They were doing something, you know, they were shooting a porno movie where it was was like, oh, me, I want to celebrate me and my my this, which is very much a reflection of how our current, like, you know, OnlyFans culture and Instagram and all of this kind of stuff. um, I thought that it was well thought out in terms of just like you know a counter to the texas chainsaw massacre sequel which is like oh yeah i remember this guy remember he had this weapon oh well here's some youths all right he's gonna chop them up Ooh, we're gonna see new ways of people getting chopped up and this movie wasn't about people getting chopped up and i thought in that respect it was kind of uh inventive for a horror film so a24x um looks like it's going to be a hack and slasher definitely not um as as skin deep as you think it's going to be and probably why a24 picked it up because it's it's um a little bit more than your classic um chainsaw massacre while still looking like it's going to be exactly that so uh in theaters uh not many though probably gonna be hitting streaming soon in the next couple of months but i thought it was pretty good you probably would have hated it jake i think you would have lots of jump scares Uh, not really Hmm. not really um Let's see. Not she said, conflicted with the lady having needs but then being the crazy one. Why can't old ladies just want to get down? And I think, like, yeah. I mean, that's what I got out of it. She just wanted to get down and uh, tried a couple of times. But the thing was, is like, the parts that d- were the most disturbing in this movie were not the ones where she's knifing someone in the throat. It's the part where she, like, takes her clothes off and, like, lays down and tries to touch that girl. And you're just like, ah! you know and that's, that was in the trailer and that was like oh you know and like that was more disturbing so you know the interesting thing to me as a person who kind of tries to pick apart horror is like I got more fear and I, I had the visceral response of like my great grandma Mima or not Mima mama there was two different ones Mama like I'm coming over to her house and I'm a little kid and she's got like that hairy upper lip and wanting me to give her some fucking sugar and I'm like no and uh, like I felt that moment and it's like old people are gross but one of these days we're all gonna be Gross like old people, and like, what is oh, my brain, poof, you know, and uh, yeah, it's <laughs> dislike, yes, dislike, exactly. Horror is supposed to make you feel dislike, and that's why I thought this movie was kind of fascinating in a way because my god, I was grossed out. Um, yo, you took Deacon's Easter basket, so yeah, going back to uh, Bill and Ted's bogus journey, I believe that's a reference from that where they go into hell, and uh, yeah, it's it's he's he's there, and the grandma's like, Wah! running after him and it's got like the mole like all the grandmas have like the hair where you don't want it and you're just like no I don't want to give you sugar get out of my face um, anyway trauma um, <laughs> That that's a movie you could, you could check it out uh, alright so we need to keep moving um, let's talk about uh, Sonic cause that's the movie we both saw and I'm gonna let Jake start this one off so I can take a sip and get my breath
1: oh man okay well Sonic 2 uh, followed the path set by it by the original or the not the, the first Sonic movie, which is try and make a feeder going movie uh, that involves human beings in it somehow, uh, but still stay as close to the games and, and fandom as they can. And I think they pulled it off again. I think they did a pretty good job. Because there were times where I was totally out of it, for sure. I was like, oh, the human characters are dumb. I don't care about their story Why you even looking at it. And the pacing got off with them because who cares? And you could tell they probably edited some of that stuff out. Like, when they got taken away and then rescued, it just kind of happened. And you're like, well, I don't even care, really. But every time you would get Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, or any of the things that they were doing on screen, or, or even Robotnik, it was like... Yeah, that's, that's from the game.
0: Well, because Jim Carrey is essentially an animated character anyway. Well, and you got to you see
1: know? Robotnik the way that Robotnik's supposed to look is one of his, like, outfit designs. Um, you got to see the big Dr. Robotnik robot. Uh, you got to have Tails in his biplane uh, flying. You got to have Knuckles climbing with his knuckles. Like, just things that are from the game. Music or... Uh, Phrases or whatever references
0: like the Mean Bean Coffee right, House, yeah. Like, so, a lot of deep like, little cuts,
1: anything like that, we just stood out to me as someone who sat and played Sonic 2 on Genesis for way, way, way too long. Because back then, games were hard to get, and you just and had also to, hard to beat, yeah. You just had to play through the one you had over and
0: over and over and over and over, and over again. Um, I liked it. So, uh, to to echo that sentiment, I also liked it. I mean, uh, my biggest complaint was the runtime. They they, they made this one longer than the last one, and I feel like that's just a a byproduct of being a sequel, need to go bigger, need to go better. And a a lot of the parts that um i think could have been done without was the side plots like you know with the with the sister and the wedding and the you know uh the the boyfriend that's a secret agent and like all this like there was some superfluous stuff that just kind of got in the way i think 20 minutes of this movie could have been shaved off to really get down to what made the first one kind of resonate with audiences and this one came out like this one Kick the door open, seventy-something million worldwide box office. We'll cover that later at the end of the show, like we always do. But you know, um, you, know you know, Ben Schwartz. I think he makes Sonic like he he does a good Sonic. Whoever uh, is writing this, and I want to say the uh, Pat Casey, Josh Miller, and Josh Whitting or John Whittington wrote the screenplay. Um, the writing for this film is surprisingly good for a family adventure based off a video game you see a lot of these family movies you see a lot of these animated movies you see movies like garfield which are the crossovers and it's like they can't figure out what audience they're trying to appeal to is this a movie just for kids is this a movie for adults is this a movie for people that like garfield you know um and and then it becomes a movie that's for nobody and somehow this writing team managed to find a way to satisfy each of these demographics mm-hmm. that are going to go and see this movie. You know, is it an amazing film? Of course not. No. But but what 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 kind of gives it my stamp of approval is it for what it is and what it set out to do, it did it. Mm-hmm. And like that's kind of impressive to me because if you would have told me years ago when the and and you rewind, you go back in the archives of the driving speaker box, I was not excited about a Sonic movie. I thought it was going to be the dumbest thing I ever laid eyes on in the history of film. I was like, we don't need this. No one asked for this. It's going to be trash. Because I was like, there's no way they're going to do it right. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I actually like this movie. What the hell? And then this movie comes out and then does more of the same, which is... The only thing we could have asked of it Mm -hmm. You know and uh, As Vince said he's like did you hear that This is you know Jim Carrey's kind of retirement Role yeah Um, I
1: did read that He said that this is probably the last Time
0: and rightfully so. I mean, he's had an amazing career. I think he's kind of done. He's over it. I think a lot of Jim Carrey, you know, if you read interviews with him, um he's kind of over celebrity and he's kind of over with what Hollywood is right now and he's just like I've I've done my time. I don't really want to play in this world anymore. And um and he has the luxury to be able to back away and still live a happy life uh with a decorated career. Um you know, and 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 I think that Moving forward in this franchise, because they did set it up with a third one, and you know, spoiler alert, there, you know, the teaser if you've been on the internet, um, um, Shadow the Hedgehog is See, teased.
1: Well, that, yeah, and that was the one thing I was like, they skipped so much. Where's my spinball movie?
0: You know, or at least a reference, yeah, you know, <laughs> um. But it's really unlocking the door to a lot of content that I think is just going to become overwhelming for this franchise, and it's going to just probably crush it underneath its own weight. Like, I think the simplicity of Sonic versus, you know, uh, Robotnik, which is what made the first couple of games, you know, easy to understand, easy to digest, made some colorful characters, started a huge franchise... I think the, the bigger of this world that we open up, the, the less it's going to translate onto screen with characters like James Marsden being like, I'm your dad. You know, like that's going to be, that's going to start to feel really dumb by the time Shadow the Hedgehog comes around. Um, you know. Well, like- and if they introduce the Chows
1: and like, they go and raise the chows in their chow garden on their whatever that planet's gonna be and stuff like that. So
0: Uh Vince said video game movies are perhaps getting better because the people making them grew up playing and respecting them and now are making movies, you know? Oh, that's, instead of just old butthole yeah, men. Kids like this, let's make a movie about it. Yeah. Uh, where's my Toe Jam and Earl movie then? that's what i want to see
1: i don't think it would translate to a good movie but sega is i mean you have that sega production What's my golden axe opening movie? that shows golden axe and yakuza and sonic and all these where's and, my
0: shinmu movie yeah you know they got where's my oh god there's a where's my where's my fantasy star movie dear god that'd be cool oh man that'd be super cool uh, not actually says, I really hope we keep seeing movies that are good to watch with the family. I appreciate quality movies that I can watch with my kid. I think our generations are looking for, for more of that. And, and I agree, you know, I mean, you know, I think both of us, H- Hayao Miyazaki is one of our, I think we can e- easily agree that one of our favorites, like we True. love anything Miyazaki. And the thing that makes him well, such. I
1: wouldn't a- say anything. There's one or two that are. But not amazing but they're all good yeah
0: um but what makes him so good is, is 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 his films are not just you know you see so much stuff coming out here that is just so unabashedly for kids like the trailer from like minions nine where it's like more minions going look at my butt, mm, butt, butt, butt! kevin kevin you know and it's like oh god it's so mind-nubbing that no adult human would be like okay let's go see this uh and and have a good time you know, you, you you get the occasional film that understands that parents are in the room too, and it you know you can you can resonate between both um, young and adult um, with just telling good stories. You know, it doesn't all have to be about murder, guns, sex, and whatever to appeal to adults, and it doesn't all have to be like slapstick fart jokes to appeal to kids. You can find those middle grounds. And uh, and and make really good movies and like and
1: Suburban Commando,
0: like like Suburban Commando. Um, but I think that this is a good example of it. You know, I think Idris Elba was a great choice for Knuckles. You know, I, um, you know, Ben of Sonic is always really fun. You know, and 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 as cringy as Tails tends to be when he starts speaking in video games, uh, they nailed it you know I mean this is tales like they they, they translated it onto screen as good as I think it was going to do so um, yeah there we go what do we got uh, Vince says I hear Chris Pratt who's going to be in the new Mario movie is only taking non-live action roles because he refuses to get vaccinated Um you know it, it's it's going to be interesting you know video game movies are becoming more and more a part of our lives now you you know Halo's a thing we've got uh the Sonic movie is a thing we've got what what else is coming out that was see
1: Sonic is a good example of how you can do something if you insist on changing it uh, but you're still like, hey, here's everything you like and Halo is like a really bad example because they're just like
0: you know everything you <coughs> like what if screw that Well though. the producers quite literally said on Halo that we did not look or play or reference any of the games when making this and they're like, well why would you do this
1: <laughs> yeah why um, why,
0: would why? Uh, so Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in theaters right now it's it's worth a watch I mean if you if you played the games there's a lot of fun cool references uh there I mean, the, mo- the 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 moment at the end, I texted you. Did you like? Did you have like that? Oh hell yeah! Moment at the end. The
1: chaos crystal stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh oh, this is cool. This is tight. And uh, I mean, as
1: soon as I saw the Doctor Robotnik robot, I was like, you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Well, I just knew. I was like, that's the video games, and you mm-hmm. have like tails on the. The only thing was that Sonic wasn't like hanging on and spinning on the biplane, and I was like, that was the one thing. That I really wanted to see from that part of it, you know. But
0: uh, but we got it. We got the biplane. We got the we got the the the, the friendship bond with with Knuckles, just mm-hmm. like in, you know, and, and and it worked without feeling super forced. There was
1: so much of it from the video games, and I was like,
0: yeah, this works. But so it
1: wasn't bad. I, if you like the
0: first one, it's more of the same. Yeah, I can't I can't believe I enjoyed it as much as I did. So right there, yeah. you
1: go. Same same with the first. We walked into it like, eh, and then you walked out. You're like, hey, they kind of did it.
0: So that is in theaters right now, doing very well at the box office. Um, And the next movie we're going to talk about uh, tonight is the new film, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Again, A24. Uh, This is written and directed by Daniel uh, Daniel Kwan and uh, Daniel Schneider. Uh, starring Michelle Yeoh and Huy Kwan, which everybody remembers from his uh, two most famous roles, which were kind of his two only roles as Short Round from Indiana Jones and uh, the Temple of Doom, and Data from The Goonies. Uh, kind of.
1: Wasn't he in UHF also?
0: If he was, it was just for a very brief second. I don't. I can't confirm or... that. I don't have a very. Uh... No,
1: he was too young. It wasn't him in UHF, it was the dude from. Uh... 16 He candles. was in
0: Encino. He had a he had an Encino man. Uh, that's what it was. He had an Encino man cameo, and then that's about it. He has not really been in anything since re- returning to everything, everywhere, all at once. And uh, one of the directors. Uh, commented in an interview that I read that he was just like I never thought in my life I would have to call Chunk to get data in my movie because Chunk is an entertainment lawyer now and also represents Kehui Kwan because they're still friends they've been friends all this time that's cool um but uh but this movie wow guys um I'm gonna probably spend the last period of this this show talking about this film um a lot to unpack in this movie you know when I walked out of this movie it felt like if, uh, I, it, 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 let's see, if Wong Kar Wai and Stephen Chow were homies and they were like, we should get, uh, it's like, w- w- we should go make a movie together and have, uh, Jackie Chan, like, fight choreograph a film that we're gonna have Michelle Gondry direct. And, uh, it was just like these, Unbelievable meeting of the minds, but all coming from this one team that had nothing to do with any of those amazing um, people that I just talked about. But, you know, this this film is it's marketed like it's really interesting the way it's marketed it. You know, I'm just going to say this is one of my favorite films I've seen this year. Like hands down, one of the best experiences I've had in a film, not without my complaints. My biggest complaints in this film are where it tried to tiptoe into a Rick and Morty sort of vibe, where it's just like so much absurdity for absurdity's sake to pander to the bros that are just like, "Yo, absurdist humor makes me feel smarter than I really am." And uh, <laughs> look at that—it's there's a there's a butt plug <laughs> that goes in your butthole, <laughs> you know. And and the funny thing is, is in a movie that is as smart as this movie and is about feelings as much as this movie is about feelings and about, like, kind of trying to make you cry by the end of it. Uh, The kind of people that love Rick and Morty don't want to see this movie. And uh, when I was in the theater, there was an entire row of bros behind me that, like, there was a scene where there was a dildo fight and there was a scene where... You know, these guys put butt plugs in their butt to, like, power up and get, you know, extra strong. And it makes sense in the movie. Uh, I'll explain later. But, you know, they all thought that was the most hilarious thing they'd ever seen. But by the end of the movie, when I'm sitting there about to cry into my popcorn bucket, they're like, That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen, man. I hate this movie. Can't even believe I sat through. too. I need more butt plugs and dildo fights, man. This movie's dumb. And, uh... And that showed me that this movie was great uh, because these the, the people like that completely missed the point of this movie. This movie is about so many things. It's about um, Chinese immigrants. It's about it's uh, you know uh, it's 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 a it's about living a, 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 you know a different life in your life in a different culture. It's about family dynamics. It's about um, it's about feeling lost. It's about you know uh, having those moments as you age of thinking that you've completely failed at everything, but realizing that some of the most important things in your life are the things that you don't appreciate. It's about, um, you know, it's about infinite choice. It's about, uh, it's, it's about so many crazy things all at once. And, You know, you've got people like Michelle Yeoh could have not been a a more perfectly cast lead. Like, I mean, I grew up watching Michelle Yeoh movies. Um, I had a huge like um, Asian cinema kick when I was in my teens. Some foreign
1: films. Some foreign
0: films. And Jackie Chan, Stephen Chow, and Michelle Yeoh were people I. I, and Chow Yun-Fat. I, like, idolized these people. I had a huge crush on Michelle Yeoh. And then she kind of got old. And I'm like, ah. But she was a Bond girl. She was a Bond girl. And and it's like now, even when she's pushing 60, I'm just like, yo, dude, now I remember why I had such a crush on Michelle Yeoh. Because she is so amazing. And then you've got Jamie Lee Curtis, who is also amazing uh, and, and not stealing the show. Leading a, a, an amazing support supporting role. And then you got James Hong, who I didn't even realize was still alive. And he's amazing. Because he is low pan and uh, everything really pisses me off and uh, he's so good in everything um that, 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 that he does and these movies you know uh, are this particular movie just you know James Hong like he, he, these guys with with the multiverse movies, a24 did something really unique. We're all familiar with a- with multiverse because of the with Marvel, right? But what's interesting that Marvel doesn't do is it's like, "Oh, well I'm parallel universe Spider-Man and I'm just look I'm a different actor and maybe you maybe you recognize me for being a celebrity or I'm multiverse version of you, but I'm exactly like you from a different timeline." But this you get to see the amazing ability of these actors because each multiverse version of them is very different. And so, you you know, K. Huey Kwan, for a guy who hasn't been in a, any sort of acting role in 20 years was ferocious he was aloof he was a pushover he was uh, pathetic he was an action hero he was he was all of these things in two hours you know he played like 20 different roles in two hours same with Michelle Yeoh and same with James Hong he was a guy in a wheelchair that could barely talk and then he was a guy standing up leading a corporation and then like you know you're like oh my god these performances were just over the top and then You know, Stephanie Sue playing their daughter, Joy, another just amazing performance from an up and comer, if I can get that emote over in the Twitch, Um, just just seeing this wildly colorful performance um, coming on screen and being 20 different characters in one role. And um, it, it, it was just an incredible watch to see the visual style, to see something as absurd as like hot dog fingers turn into something that that pulled your heartstrings, you know <laughs> there it is up and coming thank you vince for those look emojis the
1: weave tossed in.
0: but you know um th- that's what made this movie so brilliant is when you when you look at it at the surface level and you're seeing hot dog fingers and you're seeing googly eyes and you're seeing you know a, a dildo fight and you're seeing all this absurdity but to take that absurdity and turn it into something that's going to make you cry at the end of it is, is something that you don't get to see on screen very often and this is a movie that you don't get to see on screen very often so I definitely, definitely recommend you go see this because it is full of heart, it is well written, it is well acted it just, you know, it just it just seeps of talent um, from, from costume design, to writing, to performances, to cinematography to sound design, to editing, to just everything is just tight in this movie and um you know and to be completely asian led you know in a time where everybody thinks that it all has to be chris pines chris pratt's or chris hemsworth's or just chris's um white chris's you know this is a movie that 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 shows that we can make diverse films without it being so like oh, don't forget the Asian wheelchair guy. Like, you know, let's make a movie about these people and not throw them in because we have to. And, uh, and it's a beautiful thing. So, you know, uh, I can't say more praises about this movie. The more I think about it, the more there is to unpack. There's so many layers to this movie. Um, and I think that watching it, if you're willing to let it go past the surface level of hot dog hands and butt plugs. Um, you're, you're going to walk away with a really interesting experience. Kind of like, what was the, what was the, the, the um, uh, Swiss army man. Do you remember that movie?
1: I never got to watch it.
0: Um, it, it, it reminded me a little bit of that where you walk into a film that I think it was what Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, it was um, Daniel Radcliffe yeah. And it's just absurdity f- from top to bottom, but by the end, it had a, a powerful message that um, that you left the theater just, like, contemplating life. Um, let's see. Not Alexley says, can't reiterate enough how much I'm loving diverse movies made by not white people. Agreed. Foreign films. Foreign films. Uh, Bottle Rocket 5000 says, same directors as Swiss Army Man. Well, there you go. I didn't even look that up, but, I mean, it's no wonder the parallels are there. So, um, yeah. Uh, that makes a lot of sense, uh, because... I felt the same coming out of this theater. So, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. If it is playing in your neck of the woods, go see it. Um, if anything as a favor to me to support movies like this being in theaters, uh, you know, I think that, that the more we give mo- movies like this money in the theaters, the more movies like this we will receive from studios. That was
1: one thing on Sonic too. As soon as you watched in the theater right before the movie started, all the actors, telling you thanks for being in the movie theater Mm -hmm. they're Mm -hmm. still doing that
0: so to some of our viewers looking at you sam put your pants on go see a movie go see this movie um pretty fun stuff all right so that brings us to about the end of the show where we talk about the box office roundup. Uh, we do this every week for those of you that are just tuning in. like Guys like Movie Albert, thanks for joining us. And um, what we do at the end of the show, it's the box office roundup. We go through the top ten movies in America based off of domestic box office totals. And the reason we do domestic box office totals is because that's the only one the studios really give a shit about. Mm. That's how we get greenlit sequels. That's how we figure out what's coming out, what what made money, what didn't, what we're going to see more of, and so on. And so forth. So we're going to start with number 10. We're going to work our way down to the number one movie in America. And uh, there we go. Number 10 is Sing 2 still being out. I don't know how this is still out in theaters, but 16 weeks being out there. Still in almost 1,000 theaters. Uh, Did you ever go see it? No. Yeah, me either. Sounds. I never saw the first one. I I I would feel lost trying to
1: watch the second one without having seen the first.
0: I saw the first one, and you know, me and musicals, it's always a hard sell for me, and so I, I just couldn't bring myself to see the second one. 225000 at the box office this week, bringing in a total of $162 million nationwide at the big box dollars. office. So big dollars for Sing 2. Uh, number 9, Dog's still out there in its eighth week in release, bringing in 514000 at the box office. So far, bringing it up to $61 million at the box office for United Artists releasing. Number 8, Movie in America, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, bringing in an additional six hundred twenty six thousand dollars and it's
1: 17th week that's another one i didn't see because y- you got to watch it and Well, you it. didn't see that mm, I, st- I guess i need to before dr strange happens so i can go see patrick stewart show up in dr strange
0: and um uh, bruce campbell
1: oh bringing him in from the peter uh from the uh uh, uh the first Spider- no Band. he's
0: playing dr strange a version of dr strange yeah, I saw him, he was on his Instagram in the makeup chair as Doctor Strange, because him and Sam Raimi are homies, you know? Yeah, but um, he,
1: he'll he have to be Doctor Strange from the uh, Tobey Maguire universe. Yes. Right, yeah, because from, that's he's always in the Tobey Maguire movies.
0: Which is, it's going to be cool. I'm here for it. Uh, but 626000 at the box office, 803000 million dollars domestically it is well into the billion dollar club uh 17 weeks sony very happy with that one number seven uncharted still out there uh in eight weeks in release bringing in 2.6 million dollars so far brought up to 142 million uh for uh sony sony just really putting them out right now uh, number six everything everywhere all at once only in 1200 theaters nationwide but it did bring in 600 or six excuse me six million dollars at the box office uh, and it, this is his first weekend in somewhat expanded release is what they call if it's less than 2,000 theaters it's still expanded and then once you cross into the three to four thousand theaters that's called wide, nation, or wide release nation release uh, so up to 8.4 million so far uh, in its in its limited run so not too bad there it's average per theater uh, would put it at the number two movie in America If but you know that's not how this works but it's it's doing more than double the number 2 movie in America which we'll talk about in a minute blah blah blah. Uh, number 5, The Batman, bringing in 6.4 million uh, this week and it's sixth week in release for Warner Brothers. So far 358 million. It did it did all right. Batman, Batman sells. You know? We we like to see it somehow for whatever reason.
1: I mean, I think Batman's rad, so
0: everybody thinks Batman's rad and uh, everybody's got their favorite favorite Batman. Uh, Adam West always. Okay. Uh it's the number, easiest. No, dude. You, you got to do something controversial and be like uh, you know, um uh, Diedrich Bader. Okay, well, all right. There we go. Um that's 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 one that you can you can also do. I was going to say Val Kilmer, but you know, uh, I was just going to be the contrarian. But number four, Ambulance, $8.6 million at the box office from Universal. Not quite what Michael Bay was probably hoping for with a number four opening, but uh, that's what he got. So uh, coming in behind the number three movie in America, which was Lost City, bringing in $9 million in its third week in release from Paramount, bringing it up to $68 million so far at the box office. Uh, number two movie in America, Morbius, uh, bringing million at the box office being slated as the worst drop-off in uh, its second re- release of any comic book movie ever, is what they said. It had a 73.8 percent decrease from last week. Uh, so second uh, second weekend release from Columbia Pictures bring in 57 million dollars at the box office. Still, still making its money. Still, I mean, it's paid for itself. It it's it's a profitable film. You know, everybody's like, ah, it's gonna bomb. And it's like, it's impossible for it to bomb because the budget was only 75 million and it's made 126 worldwide. So I'd say that you know, uh what what is that? 50 million dollars that it's that it's uh that it's made over over its budget is probably profitable uh but you know what do i know um so you know it f- it's financially still feasible and the number one movie in america sonic the hedgehog 2 coming in at 72 million at the opening weekend from paramount just coming in with the chaos emerald to just blasting the door open number 1 thanks vince for that emoji that's pretty fun um Bringing in the money, Sonic, I think. But, you know, we've got a lot of releases. It's really interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what Sonic, how Sonic stacks up uh, with the new uh, Fantastic Beasts film, because that's the same audience, basically. It's it's another family film. It's another, you know, one of those things that's kind of a cast's a wide net with...
1: Nostalgia with. bait from the same age group, people <coughs> in their 30s that grew up with it. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Gonna be interesting to see how Sonic stacks up against the wizarding world. But we will find out next week. Ladies and gentlemen, same bat time, same bat channel. Um, yeah, right? You know. I need like a button that does a drive in speaker box like whoosh. Um. yeah you make that face but then I have to make it so uh, like, I'm not computer savvy um, I mean I don't know what to do there's YouTube um, but anyway uh, thanks for tuning in D- don't forget to like and subscribe find us wherever you subscribe to podcasts if you want to just get the audio version of this you can do it anywhere you get your Spotify tuned in uh, Apple Podcasts Google Music whatever it is it's, you, you can do it but if you want to catch out the live stream we're here every Monday night 8 o'clock Central Standard Time on Facebook Live Twitch and YouTube Live you can send us emails you can do all that stuff you can slide in our dms uh or you could just like and subscribe and tune in next week and participate in the chat because that's what these people over here get to do when they tune in live for those of you that listen to the mp3 and going who are all these people that they're talking to it could be you so next week we hope it is you so anyway uh i'm always your host bo the boom operator i'm slick doggy the grip and we'll see you guys next week laters